Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Making money this weekend might have just gotten a little bit harder. It is Chris Carlin. It is Harry Douglas in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. And on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear on the Goodyear hotline, and you, the callers, join us on the Dr. Pepper line. It is time, as it is every Friday at this time, to find out exactly how we are going to make some money. ESPN betting analyst and ESPN Radio's own Joe Fortenbaugh joining us on the Goodyear hotline. Joseph, your head has to be swimming in COVID mentions this morning. How often are you hitting refresh on your Twitter app on your phone? I mean, that's the name of the game, right? The information. That's what can provide you an edge. That's what can provide you an opportunity. That's how you can get ahead in a business like this because the bookmakers are scrambling to find the information as well. One market that goes somewhat untapped, somewhat unnoticed through all of this, at least by the general betting public who's getting introduced to all of this now, prop bets. Keep something in mind. If certain players are being removed from the equation due to injury, if they're being removed from the equation due to COVID, other players have to step up in their stead. And as a result, they could see a big uptick in production. But the bookmakers are trying to keep an eye on so many different things. They might not adjust properly on all of them. So for those who like to play fantasy sports, prop betting is pretty much the exact same thing. That's where you can find some opportunities. I'll give you three games to keep an eye on right now due to COVID. The Cleveland Raider game. The Browns open as a six and a half point favorite. That line has moved 10 and a half points. The Raiders are now a four point favorite. Philadelphia open as a two and a half point favorite over Washington. They are now a 10 and a half point favorite. That line has moved eight points and the Rams have moved from a six and a half point favorite over Seattle down to four as they are battling COVID as well. All of the totals in those games have moved towards the under as well. All right, Joseph is there anything outside of COVID that gamblers should be keeping an eye on this weekend? Yes. Excellent question. Last weekend, the public annihilated the sports books. Favorites went 11 and three. And as we know, the public generally likes to bet favorites and they like to bet overs. So they got after the sports books in a big way last week, 11 and three against the spread. It was crushing the Packers on Sunday night, a big favorite. They end up winning. Uh, The books got a little bit back with the Rams win on Monday night. But I would say this, if you had a nice week last week playing the favorites, congratulations, be very smart, be very diligent, be very thoughtful going into this weekend because it's very rare that the books get hammered two weeks in a row. So you might want to start thinking about zigging while the general public is zagging if you catch my drift. Oh, I like yeah. that. Zig and zag. I like that. <laughs> You're an NFL wide receiver. You should like that. That's the yeah. name of your game, son. You bringing that Friday energy. You zig and zag, and I'm going to go somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Colts are hosting the Pats. Indy, two and a half. This tomorrow night. Both teams off the bye. What are the pros looking at in this game? So this is a bit split depending on who you talk to. I've talked to guys I've trusted and known for a long time in this business that love the Colts in this situation. I know some people that are on the Patriots as well. Personally, I'm going with the Patriots in this matchup. Give me the two and a half points. All right, both teams are off the bye. The one knock against New England every time someone wants to try to knock them down is that they don't beat anybody. They haven't beaten up on anybody. They just beat the bad teams. Well, tell me about the Colts. What happens when they play big games? I saw a big game against the Rams that they lost. I saw a big game against the Titans that they lost. I saw them play another big game against the Titans that they lost. I saw a big game against Baltimore that they blew late. I saw a big game against the Buccaneers that they blew late, right? They lose big games, and this is a big game. 
Now, granted, you could say, well, the Colts did go to Buffalo and smack the Bills. Okay, so did the Patriots. They went there on Monday night, and they beat the Bills in that windstorm. The only other team that the Colts have beaten this year with a winning record is the 49ers, who are 7-6, and six, and that game was in a monsoon. All right? So what I see in this game is the number one scoring defense in New England going to Indianapolis, Bill Belichick having two weeks to get ready for Carson Wentz. I think Wentz throws an INT in this game, by the way. That prop, yes, is minus 110. That's a good bet, in my opinion. And I think what's going to happen here is that Belichick, who throughout his career since 2003, 66% against the spread as a road underdog. He's also 6-1 and one against the spread in his last seven games when coming off a bye. I like New England here. Give me the points. Now, Joe, it's clear and obvious that the Indianapolis Colts did not let you into their facility at any point, and you are frustrated right now, but I'm not going to blow my <laughs> candles out and let you kill this ambiance right now. So I'm going to have to <laughs> tell you, for, this might be the first time that I disagree with you. I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts on this one right here. I love Jonathan Taylor. Look at what the Tennessee Titans were able to do with their run game against this uh Patriots defense I think Carson Wentz this is a moment where a lot of people he can change the narrative on a lot of things and come through for this Colts football team I love the defensive line of the Colts I love their defense I love their linebackers and Leonard and Oriki I think the Colts are going to win this one and shock the world like Muhammad Ali did like I said earlier a lot of smart people on the Colts yourself now included in that no disagreement (laughs) whatsoever here we might be on opposite sides but the analysis is strong all right, well, let's not get nuts with shock the world when they're laying two and a half points. I'm just saying, this is, this is not Buster Douglas, okay? Uh, let's shift over to the Packers. They're laying five and a half with Baltimore. Um, the way that these two teams have been trending lately, Joe, it's starting to feel like Mr. McLaughlin is going to be in town. Lockadini. Is it a Lockadini on the Packers? <laughs> so this one's been interesting because the Packers open as a six and a half point favorite. It dipped down to about five at one point. And I was thinking to myself, this game has all the makings of the pros versus Joe's matchup. Pros lining up on the home underdog Ravens, uh, public lining up on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers who have been covering spread after spread after spread this season. This game's going to be dangerous. And then right before I came on air with you guys, the number went back up to six and a half. So, so we just saw some Packer money hit the market. I'm starting to worry about the status of Lamar Jackson for this game. He didn't practice yesterday, and if he doesn't go, that's going to be a big blow to an offense that's averaging just 16 points per game over their last five. There is trouble in Ravens paradise right now. They may be on top of the division, but that's because the rest of the division hasn't found a way to overtake them. It's not because they've been playing great. It's because the rest of the division has been just as down as they've been. So going against Aaron Rodgers in this spot, I wanted to tell you that the play was probably going to be Baltimore. The status of Jackson makes it very iffy. Stay away from me for right now. I agree with you, Joe. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Why? Because he is consistent and he is that bad man, as Stephen A. Smith (laughs) would say. So I'm going with the Green Bay Packers in this one. I love Lamar, but we don't even know if he's going to play. Packers win, and I think the Packers win big. Oh, it wouldn't be the first time I see that. Uh, It smells like Lockinsky if (laughs) if you have no Lamar Jackson. All right. What is your favorite? NFL play this weekend. Pittsburgh plus one and a half over the Tennessee Titans. Last time we saw Pittsburgh out, they were getting beat up badly in the first half of the Minnesota game, which they ended up losing. Last time we saw Tennessee, they were handing it to Urban Meyer in his final game as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, 20-0. I think the public's going to line up on Tennessee here because of what they saw last. Be very careful. In that game against Jacksonville, the Titans averaged just 3.8 yards per play on offense. That is pathetic. Pathetic. The defense had a huge game against the Jags, but what defense doesn't? Love what 
Vrabel and the Titans have been doing, but they shouldn't be favorites in this spot, in my opinion. They're still down A.J. Brown. They're still down Derrick Henry. The offense has struggled without those guys. Julio Jones is not 100%. He's out there doing the best he can, but he's not 100%. Pittsburgh's had 10 days to get ready for this game. They're at home, and Mike Tomlin in the underdog role has been very profitable throughout his tenure in Pittsburgh. I like the Steelers plus one and a half. I think they get, win the game outright. Now, I'll tell you what makes and me it, nervous about this game really quick, Chris, is that the simple fact when I looked at this matchup last year, Pittsburgh threw the football around left and right, threw, threw it around with ease. Um, Big Ben, the offensive line act like they don't like him, so I'm banking on the Tennessee Titans defensive <laughs> line to get sacks. So since they don't like their quarterback, I'm banking on the Titans to get sacks. Jeffrey Simmons, Harold Landry, the, those guys have been playing. Brashawn Evans, they've been playing some great football this year. They're getting oh, Bud yeah. Dupree back. I know he's looking forward to this game, but – I'm going to have to go with the Tennessee Titans in this one just because the, the Steelers are so up and down. And I don't even know if we know if T.J. Watt's going to be playing in this one, right? Definitely something you got to keep an eye on throughout. He's a big, exactly. big part of that defense. Because cause if he's not playing, I definitely like the Titans in this one. 20 seconds, Joe. Give me your best college bowl play. Bowl season begins today. Two of them. One's tomorrow. Marshall plus five and a half over Louisiana. Now that Billy Napier's left for Florida, I think there's a big letdown here for Louisiana against a Marshall team that's scoring 34 points per game. Next week, Army minus four over Missouri. Army's going to be able to run all over Missouri. I don't even know if they want to be in that game. Army minus four, Marshall plus five and a half. Love it, Joe. Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN betting analyst and ESPN radio, giving us the good stuff. Appreciate it, brother. Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Best of luck to everybody out there this weekend. Up next, Harry set the mood with the candles earlier, but what will that lead to in terms of his selections on some of the huge matchups this weekend? Can Washington win with a quarterback they just signed today? That's the situation that the Washington football team is in as they face the Eagles this weekend. If you're a business owner, it can be tough to hire top talent, but when you post a job on ZipRecruiter, you get qualified candidates sent to you. Then you can easily invite your top choices to apply. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y now to try ZipRecruiter for free. We start to look at the games this weekend. Titan Steelers, Packers, Ravens. Is Lamar Jackson going to play? We discuss next. It's Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Thousands have been affected by southern and midwest tornadoes. If you would like to help, please visit redcross.org slash ESPN. Redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond and help people recover from this disaster. The games this weekend are getting dicier and dicier literally by the minute as more and more COVID-positive tests come out and players get put on the COVID list, unsure if they're going to be able to go. One such situation has transpired within the last hour, and that's with the Washington football team. Taylor Heineke testing positive this morning. He is on the COVID list. Their backup, Kyle Allen, is already on the COVID list. They signed Garrett Gilbert today off the Patriots practice squad, and he could be in line to start this week. Harry, this is an absolutely brutal situation for a team that is still alive, trying to make it happen, facing a team in their division in the the, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. The Washington football team is in an awfully big amount of trouble this weekend, and this one positive test could have done in their season altogether. Yeah, man, and, and it's sad because uh, the Washington football team, they had high hopes and high regards to um, being continue to be in the playoff race. But I'll tell you this, I don't see them beating the Philadelphia Eagles uh, with, with Garrett Gilbert, someone who I've never even heard of, uh, going out there to play quarterback. Not, and it's, and it's, it's not the fact that he's going out there to play quarterback. It's the fact that he has, hasn't even been around this team or know the playbook or anything of that nature. So I, I, I don't understand this at all. Uh, it's rough, and, and not, not just the quarterback position. You're talking about offensive linemen. You're talking about defensive linemen for the Washington football team. They're going to be handicapped at a lot of spots. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. The NFL is saying, well, hell, if you have guys that can go out there on the football field, we're going to still play these football games. We don't care who it is. We don't care if your top dogs um, are going to be out there. If you have a body that can be in that place and line up on the offensive line, at quarterback on the defensive line, linebacker, you're going to play this football game, and the results are just going to be the results. I'll tell you what I'm fascinated by this weekend in this matchup. Washington has been pretty good against the run all season. They really have. They're not shut down, but they've been pretty good. This is what Philadelphia has done to find success. They have run the football, and even without... Jalen Hurts in their last game, granted, it was the Jets that they were playing before the bye. They still rushed for a sixth straight game for over 175 yards. They have really figured that out. Between Sanders, Boston Scott, they have got that cooking right now. Are they going to be able to run 
at that level against Washington, I, I think time and again, we continue to forget just how good the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line is. Oh, yeah. You're you right about that. You, you're talking about Kelsey, Lane Johnson, um, Malata. Those are three guys who are staples on that offensive line. But my thing about the Philadelphia Eagles is why did it take them, take them so damn long to understand that they needed to rush the football? Well, that's on the head coach. Yeah. My point exactly. Because they should yep. have been doing this, and they did it in the first game of the year versus the Falcons. They torched the Falcons on the ground. Jalen Hurts with his legs. Miles Sanders with his legs. They did it collectively in game one. And then it seemed like they just got away from it. But when that's their, when that's their MO and that's the, what they're going to, it seems like they have better chances to win football games. And do I think they'll be able to run against this Washington football defense? Yes, because the simple fact that you have so many guys are going to be out on that defensive line for the Washington football team. Yeah, right. Going into today, it was 17 players on the COVID-19 list. And right now, you even add the quarterback to it, it's getting uglier and uglier by the day. Um, shifting to Pittsburgh and Tennessee, I, I don't I don't believe in the Steelers. I, I don't have any reason to believe in the Steelers because they are just entirely too up and down. And look, I've been very hard on them uh, all season long, and I just feel like when you watch them, you don't know if you're getting Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde here. And it could be an ugly, ugly day like we saw against the Cincinnati Bengals a few weeks ago where they get their doors blown off, and then what happens the following week? They go and they find a way to beat the Ravens. And what happens the following week? They go and lose to the Minnesota Vikings. I, I have no concept right now of who to expect to show up every week for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, I, I agree with you there, but I'll tell you, the one, to a certain extent, though, the one thing, the one thing I do believe in, I believe in Mike Tomlin as a head coach because he's been so good in this league for a while. When it comes to responding, right, his team got physically uh, manhandled by the Minnesota Vikings. I thought they had a very vanilla plan defensively when it came to guarding Justin Jefferson, especially with Adam, Adam Thielen being out. I, I thought they should have had a better plan. I didn't think their players for a Thursday night football game, and it showed on the football field that they didn't spend enough time outside of the facility in understanding that it was going to take more mental reps. I think they have young guys that need to grow the hell up and grow the hell up very, very fast. Um, but I, but when you look at Pittsburgh and growing up and watching the Steelers, Chris, and then playing against them in the NFL uh, uh, when I had a chance to, I always thought about this team as being physical, dominant. I used to do an extra lift in the weight room whenever we played the Pittsburgh Steelers because they were the Pittsburgh Steelers. Don't nobody give a damn who the Pittsburgh Steelers are now? They're bringing, no. they're, they're bringing the physicality to Pittsburgh. And one of the things that I know the Tennessee Titans are going to do is try to be more physical than them because in that game last year uh, down in Nashville, Tennessee, the Pittsburgh Steelers bullied the Titans around. So I know they're looking at that film and saying, it's time to get our get back. It's time to, it's time to pay back what they gave us last year in Nashville. And that offensive line for Pittsburgh has just been atrocious. atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. It's like they speaking hate Big of, Ben for some reason. I, my yeah, goodness. speaking of physicality, like you said. It is Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Look, if you're like me, you know what the fries are all about. They're all about hot and crispy. Right now at Wendy's, see what all the hype is about with their new guaranteed hot and crispy fries. We're talking real natural cut potatoes, perfectly sprinkled in sea salt, 
and guaranteed to be hot and crispy down to the very last fry, or they'll replace them. These aren't just the typical fries you add to a meal. These are fries worth adding a meal to. Abandon the old and soggy. Head to Wendy's today where your fries are guaranteed to be hot and crispy at participating U.S. Wendy's. It is the segment every single week the America radio listening audience waits for. Bubba, who you got? We'll get into the Packers-Ravens as well. Is Lamar going to play? We discuss in moments. Chris and Harry in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Previously on Greeny. Steph Curry, I believe, is the most transformational NBA player since Michael Jordan. That doesn't make him the greatest player since Michael Jordan. Steph Curry has changed the game. He has transformed what basketball was. There was basketball before Steph, and there is basketball after Steph. And the last player I could say that about was Michael Jordan. Weekly Rewind, brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. It was grainy on Steph Curry and his incredible achievement earlier this week with the all-time three-point field goal record, closing in on 3,000. It's Chris Carlin and Harry Douglas in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. We trust that you are having a terrific holiday season. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear on the Goodyear hotline. All callers appear on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. It is the segment that America waits for. They're thankful for each and every week, not just during the holiday season. It is Bubba. It is who you got. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right. I'll say it. Who you got? All right. Let's get going. Are you ready? You got to read here, Bubba? I sure do. <laughs> sure do. Who you got? Brought to you by Granger. We're going to start and we're going to do some NFL games first. And let's do Packers Ravens. Ravens, they've lost two in a row, but we got Green Bay minus six and a half. Who you got here? Harry Douglas, you go first. Ooh, this is easy for me. I got Green Bay, and I got Green Bay big in this one. We don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to play. It's not looking good for him right now. The Ravens are just depleted. They've been decimated uh, the entire year. They're losing player after player, and it continues. Uh, they have still found ways to be in football games, but I think the Green Bay Packers are just so strong, and they're getting key pieces back on their team that the game won't be close. So I believe in Aaron Rodgers in this one. 
I got a ride with you on this, and I have regrettably lost some faith in the Ravens. And look, I get it. I get that the injuries have been a big problem for them. I just think losing the last two weeks, the teams I still feel like they are better than in Pittsburgh and Cleveland, those were those had to be incredibly deflating. I am riding with the Packers here, and I have no reason to think otherwise. This is, of course, all assuming that the players that we know of right now they're playing will be playing on Sunday. All right, Saints Bucks, the next game. The Bucks have won four in a row and they are favored. Tampa Bay minus eleven. Who you got here? Big spread. No. Y'all yeah, think I'm uh, gonna uh, come I'm, on here. I'm gonna go first, Chris. Let me go first. Y'all think I'm gonna go come ahead. on here. You're just taking it. Just go. You guys think I'm gonna come on here and pick the damn Saints? No way. Now, if I thought they could win this football game, I would actually pick them. But sorry, I do not. One thing to look for in this football game, though. This Saints defense, if there's one defense that has been a kryptonite to Tom Brady the last two years and has given him problems, it's been Cam Jordan. It's been David Omiata. It's been Davenport, Quan Alexander, Demario Davis, and that secondary who can match up with the skill position players of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I think Tampa Bay is going to win this one, but don't be surprised if this defense makes it a little difficult for the Buccaneers early on. Yeah, I'm with you on Tampa Bay, and I also believe that the Saints will cover because of just that. I, ju- I just noticed something about you that I'll that I'll bring into this, though, Harry. Are you, you're the guy that before every game had to find a way that somebody had, had disrespected you or annoyed you going into the game. Is that fair? A lot of times, like you yeah. had to find a little chip on your shoulder, maybe. Yeah, I love those little chips, baby. I love them. Okay. Because I, I I sense that in your picks. Because you come out and you say, you guys think I'm going to take the Saints. You guys think I'm going to – I don't think you're going to take the Saints. I didn't think for a minute you were taking the Saints. What is that? It's you. It's I'm your, talking to the people as well. I know, but your picks are not you against the world. This is not you. It's Sunday at 12.58. <laughs> Whatever, Chris. <laughs> Oh, now he's mad. Anyways, Seahawks-Rams, both teams here have won two in a row, but this one is Los Angeles minus four. Who you got here? Ooh, on this one, I'm, I'm going to go actually with the Seahawks in this one. I think Russell Wilson the last two weeks, he's been playing a good brand of football. He's looked like the Russell Wilson that we're accustomed to seeing. Uh, it's not going to have Tyler Lockett, though. Uh, that means the other big boy, DK Metcalf, he's going to have to show up and be and be great for this team. The the Rams, they have too many guys in the COVID protocols right now, so I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I mean, the Rams added nine more guys to the COVID protocol, including Von Miller. I'm a huge Rams guy. I have been all season, but I don't know how I can continue to do that when I have no idea who's going to play on Sunday for the Rams. I mean, as far as we know, Matthew Stafford could end up on that list today. Sony Michelle could end up on that list. I mean, it's it's a mess. So I, I guess if you made me pick, I would take the points in this game. I just I think the Rams are the much better team, but this this COVID thing, this has absolutely killed them here. Falcons 49ers are the next game, and 49ers are coming off their OT win over the Bengals. And in this game, we got San Francisco minus four and a half. Who you got here? I'm going to go. Oh, 
am I a homer? Yes, but who cares? I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons here. Um, I think I, I love what Dean Pease has been doing these last few weeks. I think this, this defensive unit has finally got acclimated to his system two weeks in a row with the pick six. They're playing a good brand of football. Being, they've been decent on third downs the last two weeks as well. But also on the flip side of things, Arthur Smith and this offense, they're starting to run the football effectively. They're starting to become more balanced, more more balanced. And I love the fact that the defense keeps creating turnovers. So I'm going to go to Falcons in this one. This is a very important matchup when it comes to the pl- uh, playoff implications. Right now the sixth seed is the 49ers, but you have the Falcons that are sitting right there, and if they get a win, they can boost their stock a lot more. I- I'll tell you what, and I said this to you before the show, and you're in Atlanta. You obviously are locked in on the Falcons, covering them as you do. It- it's amazing that they've won six games this year. Uh, it is absolutely amazing. And all credit to them, all credit to Arthur Smith, because we all thought that was a two-win team coming into the season. Yep. It, it looked that way. They've done a great job. You mentioned Pease. You know, the 49ers are playing better. They've won four of their last five. I'm wondering if they're starting to warm up just a bit. The water is, is, is tepid. It's not at a boil. It's not, you know, the tiny little bubbles that start to come when it's a boil. But at least it's warming up with the 49ers Going into next week when they've got Tennessee, I-, I like them winning this game against the Falcons. Give me San Francisco. All right, last game to pick in the NFL, Bengals-Broncos. And the Bengals, as we just mentioned, they've lost two in a row, and it's Denver here, minus two and a half. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals because I think this team, this coaching staff, and the people in that organization understand that this is the perfect opportunity for them to move up in the ASC North. They see everybody being so decimated right now. The Cleveland Browns decimated with uh, the COVID situation. Baltimore Ravens decimated with the with the injuries. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers has just been horrific and uh, not playing a brand of football that we're accustomed to seeing. So I believe in Joe Burrow. I think him and those receivers and Joe Mixon, I think they're going to get it done in Denver. You know, last week, that was a rough loss for the Bengals, who came back from down 20-6 to six to tie it and then force overtime. Um, that could have done some damage, but I give the Bengals credit. They have been able to, you know, snap out of it this year and stay relevant. They are taking those positive steps that they have been longing to take uh, for just so, so many years. I, I'm with the... Uh, I'm with the idea here that the Bengals are, are going to bounce back, although I, I always hate, always hate going against any, uh, going against the Broncos in Denver, even if they're a, a bad team. They're not a bad team, don't get me wrong, at 7-6, and six, but this week I am going to go against them just because getting used to the air, it can take a lot out of you, but I, I will take the Bengals this week. All right, it's who you got on Greeny. We got Chris, we got Harry Bubba's here. We're doing a we're doing who you got oh, having a great third time. Third person. That's what we're yeah, doing. Absolutely. We're speaking of ourselves one more, in the third person. Yeah, great. Settle down. One more NFL one here. <laughs> Urban Meyer, we didn't even get to this today. Urban Meyer fired the other day in Jacksonville. So who you guys got as the best replacement for old Herb in Jacksonville? Uh I'll say for me, um, Okay, I, I name a couple candidates. I, I'm gonna go with either Josh McDaniels, Eric Bieniemy, um, Byron Leftwich is another guy, and a guy who hasn't coached in a while, Mr. Codwell, who used to be yep. 
with the um, Detroit Lions. He still should have a head coaching job right now anyway, so I don't even know why he's at home watching. Yeah, it's funny. We were talking about this yesterday. Courtney Cronin was here, and the idea that when you are just associated with the Detroit Lions, it's automatically assumed that you must be a bad coach. Mm. And you look back, I mean, that's the last time the Lions had any kind of success was when Jim Caldwell was a coach. I I like the idea, and i got to credit Courtney with this because it's a great line. Jim Caldwell would be the adult in the room. Like, he comes in and immediately settles down the situation, and then it's just about getting the right offensive coaches in place because this is just simply all about Trevor Lawrence. This is It's not just getting a franchise quarterback wrong, okay? We've seen that plenty over the last 15 years. It's getting a once-in-a-10-year type quarterback wrong. Everybody used to... You know, they looked at Trevor Lawrence and they thought, all right, he's the next Andrew Luck. Uh, but if, if this is screwed up, not this many people can be wrong about what Trevor Lawrence was going to be. This is going to be on some people screwing him up. I, I need to get the right coaches in place because it's not just uh, having to restart with another franchise quarterback. I can't get a guy that's supposed to be generationally great wrong. What about, and it pains me to give him any credit as a Cowboys fan, but what about uh, Doug Peterson as an option? How do you feel about that? Hmm. Have him get down there with Trevor. A little quarterback, coach, coach. Uh, See, one, here's two. the thing. Here's the thing, okay? In Philadelphia in the early days, the thought was it was Wentz and Peterson that had the great relationship and, and really worked great together. But in actuality, it was really Frank Reich, and that's why you saw where Frank Reich was so uh, anxious to get Carson Wentz. I was talking about Peterson and Carson Wentz. Um, was so anxious to get Carson Wentz to Indianapolis. And I'd say, I think we'd agree that it's worked out pretty well for him so far. Um, Doug Peterson is a good coach. He will get another opportunity. I'm not trusting Doug Peterson with Trevor Lawrence. No, no, it's especially when you look at the, the whole debacle that went down with him and Carson Wentz and that whole thing in, in Philly. So Trevor Lawrence right now is the most prized possession right now for the Jackson ja- Jaguars organization. Their next uh. hire, their next hire has to be the right hire. They don't have time for experiment anymore. They just did that with Urban Meyer. They, and you can tell tre, right now Trevor Lawrence is frustrated. He even mentioned he's glad that there's clarity now. He can move on and they can just figure out how to win football games the rest of the year. But you can tell already the young man is exhausted and tired of the nonsense. They need somebody in there with a strong voice who's going to be the head coach and be the tone setter for that team. A- imagine this for a second. They always say this about rookie quarterbacks, that at some point week 13, week 14 – you're going to hit a wall anyway because it's yeah. been such a long year, exceptionally tiring. You have so many responsibilities, and there is so much thrust upon you. And then you're Trevor Lawrence, and you've had all of this as well. I mean, the way he's handled himself, you know, all all credit to that kid for what he has had to navigate through in Jacksonville this year. All right, it's bowl season, you may be aware, and it starts today very soon in 11 minutes. The Bahamas Bowl starts at 12 p.m. on ESPN. We got Middle Tennessee versus Toledo. Now, 
Middle Tennessee. It's located in, may not be pronouncing this right, sorry Red Raiders, but Murfreesboro, Tennessee. No, that's correct. It's it's Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. I wasn't sure. Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Actually, I only know that because I had a friend but, from there. Yeah. But you got to get it. You got to get a little southern F accent. Murfreesboro. Like, you know I mean? Yeah. Actually, no, I, it was the state <laughs> capital from 1818 through 1826. Good to know. And Toledo, known as the Glass City, due to its long history of glass manufacturing. And in this game, it's Toledo minus ten and a half. So who you got here in the Bahamas Bowl on ESPN? Hmm. Let's see. Well, yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go with Toledo. Toledo is a team who played Notre Dame fairly closely, um, but I will say this: I think this is gonna go out to whoever is the most focused. Right? You're in the Bahamas. The weather is good. You know, you can do have some fun out there. Trust me, I know about these bowl games. I played in a couple of them, uh, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with Toledo, and I'm just hoping that they're the most most focused team out there. Uh, you know, I am one who loves the Maction, you know, playing uh, games in the Mac, checking that out. Let's go with Toledo. Why not? I love Toledo. I, it's a great city. I've been there at least for an hour and a half or so. I am riding with Toledo in this game, but let's call it like it is. The real winners are Matt Barry, Booger McFarlane, and Katie George. 100%. Who gets the assignment <laughs> to call this game yes. in the Bahamas. They're your winners. 100%. That is how this is. All right, and we got a couple more here. Who you got? Brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. And before I got a couple more, I just want to check back in because on November 5th, which is six weeks ago, we brought up to you, Harry, something about National Sandwich Day. And you mentioned you've never had a meatball. So we said, all right, well, why don't you go have a meatball? Then about three weeks later, we said, what's going on with your meatballs? And you said, I still haven't had one. And we're like, all right, let's get it together, Harry. you got to have a meatball by the next time. So this is the next time. It's six weeks later. Have you had a meatball sandwich, Harry? Bubba, one thing I will not tolerate on national radio radio is being bullied. You will not bully me today, okay? That's not going to happen today, and I won't allow it to happen, and I won't stand for it, Bubba. I'm You're telling stand, me you have I'm gonna, six I'm weeks gonna stand, you haven't had a meatball I'm going st- to stand up to you, Bubba, and I will not be bullied about a meatball sandwich today. But I will tell you this. I will be in New York on Sunday. Could you text me some places where I can go get a meatball sandwich, a meatball sub, so we can dead this in the water this week? So now we got to do the work for that, that, it. That's right. your excuse. Well, yeah, now. I'm not going to soul search yeah. for me to get a meatball sandwich because honestly, Listen. guys, I don't really want to eat a meatball sandwich. But the fact that you guys keep bringing it up, oh, you know I'm going to step outside my box. I'm going to step outside my box and I'm going to eat I a meatball quit. sandwich. Have Can you ever? Well, you haven't even talked. Have you ever had a meatball like spaghetti and meatball? I mean, just to confirm. Uh, of course. Just want to make sure. Okay. Yes, I love I just want to confirm you've actually had meatballs. Oh. Yes. Yes. I wish I had known this all before the show. I would have taken the day off. I mean, it's six honestly. weeks for crying out loud. I, we asked you November fifth. Uh, just we'll have a meatball sandwich for crying out loud. Can y'all text me somewhere uh, where I can get a good meatball sandwich? Is that hard yes. to ask you guys? Is that hard yes, to ask you we'll guys do to, it. to we'll, lift up your little we'll, fingers? Lift up your little fingers and send me a text or place we'll to go get a meatball sandwich. We'll hold your hand <laughs> through the whole meatball sandwich process. Greeny, brought to you by Progressive. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. 
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.